2: day 36 my eyes are closing it is half 9 at night um today was my second full rest day back in base camp post rotation um what were the highlights well The highlighted day was it was Francesco's 50th birthday. So we we celebrated that with uh, some Coke and popcorn and chips and cheese and even beer there if you fancied it. Um, There's a lot happened today. Um, I will get through some of my own personal kind of... Uh, details and anecdotes before I get to the bigger picture here on Everest and uh, what happened on um, the first wave tears summit, summit bids, and um, the ramifications of that. And uh, yeah, so personally, the big news is that I started Dexter Medazone today. Um, that is a steroid that has helped people at high altitude but also helped people with COVID um, and the symptoms of COVID. And I, I seem to have this, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, I think called long COVID, which is like lingering um, effects of symptoms. So um, two of the girls, uh, Jessica, who... Um, two of the girls who have been in my wave three from the start, um, and April, who was actually in my climbing um, team with Big Tendi and Tenji. So April has summited the Silent Assassin. Uh, She had a pretty uh, amazing and remarkable um, summit um, where she finished it on her own. And she finished it out of oxygen. And she finished it, um, yeah, without a personal uh, Sherpa. So, uh, yeah, she she's done incredibly well. Um, and uh, she is a doctor from, um, well, she's from Kansas, I think, who lives in L.A. But April... Um, has passed me on her dexamethasone, which uh, is incredibly uh, generous of her, and kind of giving me the rundown of it. Um, basically, told me don't be expecting any miracles from it, but you know it has. Uh, there's data saying that it works very well against, like I said, COVID and at high altitude. So and the symptoms of high altitude sickness. So, so that's fantastic. And then before, just before her, Jessica. Um, who looks like will be attempting her summit bid in the next day or, well, leaving to attempt her summit bid in the next day or two, shared with me 12, <coughs> 12 of her um, tablets very generously, obviously, because she has, a she's you know, a lot of unanswered questions ahead with a summit bid, um, but she felt she um, had the uh, capacities to share her um, some of her her um dosage or some of her um drugs dexamethasone. so so yeah i'm well resourced now and i've started taking it today and yeah we'll see how that works out what i'm hoping it'll do is rid me of this cough um and heavy chest well when i'm lying down anyway and um just bring me back to someplace close to my uh, natural capacities you know my trained capacities are my, yeah, my performance capacities that I would have uh, without the kind of lingering effects of this COVID, long COVID or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So, uh, so that was mainly my big news. What else is going on? Um, So I'm eating like, eating really well. My appetite's definitely fully back. Um slept last night for the first time with uh my buff over my nose i think that really helped me uh so i'm going to do that from now on even though it's restrictive <coughs> and not particularly enjoyable um had a nice day Liz, and kind of around uh, camp sun was out um food was good today we got well and um something else. I got to meet my personal new personal Sherpa. So um talked to Big Tendy told like Big Tendy uh, is in is leading um kind of half of what would have been my team and I would have been part of that but I you know I just told him like if you're looking at leaving in the next day or two I'm not ready, I'm not I'm not there uh physically and it's uh, futile for me to go when I still have time and prob- possibly, probably another weather window later in May. Okay, so uh, with that, um, uh, Mario and a guy called Akish is in his team now. So the three of us met our personal Sherpas. They're the people who will carry our oxygen for us on our summit bid. Um Honestly, I... So, I've never seen these guys before. Well, one of them is recognisable, very distinctive face. um, And he has a gold tooth as well when he smiles. So, I think, you know, I'd seen him somewhere, don't ask me where, but the other two, I hadn't seen them before. And then uh, we were introduced to them. My... My first impression is not good. Um, I... The guy I ended up in kind of paired with he seems like real cagey kind of um uh character. And he doesn't uh dunno, I don't know, I i got a really weird kind of um defensive vibe off him. Uh, um I'm laughing now because I'm thinking about uh, (sighs) I know well if it was uh, my partner Roselle she would have been like straight in there nah nah can we have another one (laughs) can we have another one please (laughs) Uh, that's a poor way to put it but like uh, uh, I'm not like that at all so you know we'll we'll see how it works out with this guy Um, I would not be surprised if I never saw him again he didn't seem too uh, happy to be there um, and uh, even when it was all said and done, he seemed still a bit like, I don't know. Um, he had he had issues with something or other, I don't know what they were. So uh, we'll see we'll see if he uh, if it actually sticks and he ends up in my personal, Sherpa. Uh It didn't didn't get a great impression. He spoke a very good English either. So um, yeah, we'll see. You know, there's time yet to to for that stuff to play out. But uh so we met met those guys in the in the late afternoon after Francesco's birthday. Um, I think Mario got the best of them, which is the the guy I thought I recognized from somewhere, or maybe obviously here on the trail or something. Um, he seems quite like light and happy and smiley and, um, alert. Uh big avalanche behind me, coming down. Well, 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 behind me. So, uh, so that happened and then, um, I suppose now I should get to the, the juicy drama. <laughs> uh, So, climbing the seven summits had uh, um, seven people push for the first uh, window and had all seven um, summit. Uh, Two of them made it back down to camp two, which is pretty extraordinary after the summit, you know, so you start to camp four. 12 hours to the summit and then you turn around and then make your way back down to um, camp four and then if you're you know in good shape and good time you aim for camp three and camp two the other five uh, were you know a little bit behind these guys obviously and they didn't make it they you know there was no question that they were were staying at camp four that night Um, and there was a lot of issues with this. So there was issues around um, oxygen regulators, um, sorry, oxygen, firstly, then oxygen regulators, then there was issues around some um, personal Sherpas, one Sherpa guide, and uh, food and water at camp four. Um, Honestly, the story sounded like a movie seemed to be problems everywhere it just seemed like an absolute dramatic kind of shit show um which ended up with two guys been helicoptered one guy been helicoptered off the mountain from camp two because of um haze high, high altitude cerebral edema it's like fluid on the brain uh common um uh high altitudes um uh, issue, and uh, frostbite. Second, first, and second degree frostbite on both his feet. So him, and then there was another guy who got helicoptered off the mountain from base camp. Um, uh, so both, particularly the first guy, his story was quite scary because like he lost all sorts of um, control over his limbs and. Um, he had to be lowered down the Lhotse face and basically his life was saved by his uh, Sherpa, Tenji Sherpa who apparently was a rock star and the story is that basically the Sherpas cleaned this big mess up because they are rock stars like they are super strong athletes at altitude And they can um, shoulder those burdens um, where, you know, everyone else is absolutely debilitated by the effort and the time on feet and uh, the strain of altitude. So, you know, this horror story in a way... Well, it wasn't a horror story, but, like, this... um, This real experience um, was brought back to camp, and obviously it was um, it was shared because you want to use that information to better the experience of other people. So it was shared willingly, and it was it was shared um, openly and um, with great transparency, um, which is I think uh, from all sides. Um, hugely appreciated because that's how you move forward right um, but it also destabilized a kind of security blanket that you thought was there um, psychologically so there's been a lot of kind of since that um, you know you see these little side meetings of people discussing it and it obviously is going to be discussed that dinner like it's very incredibly interesting these stories as well like you know they're fascinating and they pull you in and you're about to probably go through it as well so you want that information to arm yourself so like um, it was open forum Um, but uh, it does create um, this kind of um, low level secondary murmur uh, Chinese whispers background speak you know corner conversations um which you know I know from rugby is not it's not healthy uh, in the long run. So um tonight then uh so that's been going on for twenty got to twenty four hours and you know we've said goodbye to our summiters like Ryan and Rob flew out today. Uh A um April is actually staying for a few more days. She's a bit of a masochist. She's decided to stay in Ever Space Camp after summoning for another whatever ten days and then walk out. So uh might well be joining her. But um you know, and then the our other two guys who've been uh David and Dr. Mike have flown off obviously with uh issues. So, um but since you know, since that, uh there's just been a lot of speculation and then like people are planning to go up so um, they're scared, you know, they're worried and they're, like, uh, unsure if that um, you know, that structure you take for granted and that you, you know, you pay for is there you know, there's other talk of tend- no tents at Camp 3, uh, very few at Camp 2 you know, and like not having food, extra food at Camp 4 and water ready for the people after coming in after these like 19 20 hour summit bids um the oxygen regulator issues and then the oxygen issues like is is there's question marks over if there's enough oxygen on the mountain and um so people are worried and uh and there's there's a summit uh window looking likely for the 21st of may and today is the 15th so they'll be leaving pretty soon and some of them want to leave now because they want to put in like they want a slower um they want a slower uh, attempt some would be an attempt, and rather than the ultra aggressive one that the first people went through where they went from uh ever space camp all the way to camp two And then the next day, Camp 2 to Camp 3, and then the next day, Camp 3 to Camp 4, and then the next day, Camp 4 to the summit, and back to Camp 4, or back to Camp 2 in two people's cases. So that's as aggressive as it probably gets for a commercial expedition. So these guys want much more leisurely, like go to Camp 1, stay the night, go to Camp 2, stay two nights with a rest day, go to Camp 3, Camp 4, summit bid. Great. So, like... They need answers, you know, and they need reassurances and they need to rebuild trust. So tonight there was, um, some people got very frustrated because they were meant to be going today and um, they weren't communicated with until around 8 o'clock p.m. with a weather forecast saying and they should go tomorrow, maybe, with the 21st being a short window, Um, so eventually, after quite a bit of decent discussion around Everton, um, I think the inevitable happened and a couple of people bumped heads, you know, and uh, it just ended up with somebody storming out of a tent, which was unhelpful, but uh, yeah, um, it, it was nothing major um it ended up on what was the point it ended up on communication and not been kind of held in the loop and been left kind of uh, considering all sorts of scenarios that um that uh would probably never happen and sure enough haven't ever happened but uh you know they just weren't communicated with regularly to let them know that uh they probably wouldn't be going tonight that group so so uh, eventually I think just there was a little bit of a fru- overspill of frustration um and you know some people get aggressive and others get defensive and uh and that's what happened so that's where it kind of was left um until tomorrow uh it, it just it just needs a little bit of a it just needs a little bit of um calm calmness and cool heads and it'll be all sorted as really minor shit that they were eventually arguing over but um yeah you know i do have a little bit of sympathy for um for mike uh, who's the kind of expedition leader i think from what i read between the lines uh from what i see he takes on a hell of a lot and not sure his um Organizational processes are good enough um for his efficiency in dealing with all these little things and he he you know I give the guy the benefit of the doubt, and I think he just um right now is a little bit stressed and overwhelmed by um the, all these situations that are popping up um and uh yeah, and then anyway, just accumulated in that tonight. So we'll see where that ends up, (laughs) but as of now, um, the group I'm in, uh, which is Wave Three, so everyone from that group is leaving on the morning at like two a.m. the morning of the seventeenth, and today, like I said, today it's fifteenth, so we have one more day together before I say goodbye to them. Which honestly is kind of, I'm dreading a little bit. I'm, you know, I haven't been very good. Uh, in my own company in the last few times I was put there so uh, now I am at base camp this time and I do have like there's plenty of people around and you know you have wifi and all that sort of crack but uh, I don't know there's just there's a little twinge in me that is kind of oh they're gone and I'm not with them and they're a lovely lovely bunch two Jessicas one from the UK one from America with uh South Korean and Japanese um heritage and uh Francesco and Mario obviously who've kind of really got to be very fond of uh HP and um Wolf who's another beautiful man and um who else is in our that group? That's it. I think, Uh, so I'll be saying goodbye to them, which will be sad, I must say. Now, there is a scenario that uh, they talked about and discussed tonight, that uh, these guys all go um, on the 17th, but if the weather closes in and the 21st is no good, they're going to hang at Camp 2 and wait for the third weather window, which is... uh, looking like 25th, 26th, 27th and it could be really good by all accounts so um, that is my weather window as well if I ever get up this fucking mountain I ever feel well enough to give it a really good go so there is a scenario that I I might climb with them all again which would be, I must say, is kind of nice and um, if, you know you were asking me was i um hoping the weather gods might close in on the twenty first uh my answer might be yes <laughs> selfishly uh i'm i'm just i'm a little bit uh emotionally weak i have been for quite a lot of this um uh, this expedition, and I would like I don't know, I was just like, maybe it just feels better to me to be in a group. You know, um, I'm not enjoying the loneliness I'm feeling when uh, I'm not. So uh, we'll see the way it works out. either way, I'm bracing myself for some tough times um, to be kind of alone, striving to get to the top of the world. But uh, there's a lot of information yet to unfold personally physically mentally not mentally sorry no I'm good plus mentally um emotionally yes and uh and just uh yeah on that kind of journey to regathering some of my um capacities physically so uh, yeah guys night 36 uh, good night and I'll talk to you tomorrow